coming up on One Day at a Time, also known as ODAT. People will question your motives because they don't understand what it is that you understand. (laughs) So I want you to understand that they can't understand. Okay, like they don't see it the way you do. And get this, sometimes we also do, I don't want to say poor, because sometimes with visions that we have, we can't like actually explain them because we're still in the middle of building them. So I don't want to say that we do a poor job of explaining it. I just want to say that because we're still in the middle of it, only certain people will understand what it is that you understand and why you made the decision that you made. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves. As a life coach, I love helping moms achieve their goals with grace. And what that means is that I love working with women and trying to figure out who the heck you were before you invested in all of these roles. Your roles as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur in your nine to five job. Who the heck were you and where exactly did you freaking lose yourself? I love resurrecting the side of you that is just meant to shine. Because come on now, you were made for more. And listen, mama, if you're interested in a life coach and getting your life back, figuring out who you are at your core, if you're ready to learn how to create some boundaries from the toxic people that you need to create some distance from or completely disconnect, or even just creating boundaries with habits that no longer are serving you, you're just ready to get your freaking life back and live it to the fullest, then head over to my website and apply for us to work together through my private one-on-one coaching program. I cannot wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear from you because at the end of the day, our shared experiences, our shared testimonies is what's really going to elevate and propel each other in our communities. This podcast, these blogs, these squares on Instagram that you see, they're all intended to build community and serve you. I could care less about the numbers. What I care about is providing value and building up women like you. Before we get started, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, head over to my handle at Karina F. Daves or on TikTok, also at Karina F. Daves. If you're interested in some freaking freebies like webinars and self-guided worksheets, then head over to my website at KarinaFDaves.com and download them and sign up for my listserv. My emails, I promise you, will make you feel like you're never alone, sis. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it, leave me a review, and share it with all of your amigos. Do whatever you want with it, but know that this podcast is specifically made for you, for you to feel seen, for you to feel heard. It's all for you, mama. Te quiero con todo mi corazón. Hey amigos, welcome back to One Day at a Time, also known as Dad, with your host Karina F. Daves. Amigos, I am so happy to be recording another week with you guys. Today, we're going to talk about the fact that people will always question your motives. I feel like my total tone just changed and I'm about to go in. (laughs) We're going to talk about the top three reasons and the top three things that happen when people question your motives. I also want to remind you how much of a rock star you are. I think that Social media is great, and I know that we blame it for a lot of things, and I've read somewhere that it's not all actually social media's fault, 
that what it's done is it's really exposed who we deeply are, right? Like it deeply exposes our insecurities. It deeply exposes the things that we're offended by. It just like deeply brings out certain things in us. And it can also deeply motivate us into doing things like opening up a business, starting a social media platform, sharing more, opening up something with fashion. It challenges us. But there is a part of you that will be tested. And one of the things that I want to talk about today is how people will question your motives, your moves, your decisions, the things that you say, the family structure that you have, the house that you buy, the relationship that you're in. People will question your motives. And so the first thing I want to bring up is that when people question your motives, I first want you to work on not getting offended. I know, because I have a hard time with that. Because again, we're passionate, deeply connected creatures that like thrive on validation, motivation, inspiration, all the shuns. And so when people question our motives, the reason why we get offended is because of two things. One, we're deeply connected to whatever decision we just made for our life, which it could be anything like getting married, having a baby, buying a house, uh, getting a new career, moving abroad, like whatever decision you just made, you have put so much work into that decision. And I don't mean like it took you a really long time to think about it because some of us can make decisions on the whim. But even those decisions to make them quickly, you've worked so hard to train your mind to even make the decision quickly. Right. And so what I mean is like you've just worked so hard at making choices that you're deeply connected to this choice, to whatever motive, whatever decision you just made. So the reason you get offended is because you're deeply connected to the decision you just made. And it's like your baby. Right. And sometimes it's physically a baby and like an actual baby that you're having. And two, because to some extent, you're still looking for validation on that decision. So whomever you're sharing it with, if that person questions your motives, right, you spin out if you get offended because you're like, what? Like, I worked really hard to get to where I'm at today. I have made this decision. I'm sober about it. And here you are questioning it. Like, why not just support me? And then, and then you go down an ugly, which I've done before too. I'm guilty. You go down an ugly rabbit hole of judgment where you're like, oh, you're, you're, you're not going to support me and my decision. Well, let's talk about you and how you dated Roxy for like three years and that relationship was totally toxic or how about the eleven thousand dollars you just put in for i don't know a freaking mac or the fact that 
you're not where you are or where you want to be in your career. Like you start judging that other person and you go down this rabbit hole of that. And this is why you shouldn't get offended because people will always question your motives, but it takes energy to get offended. It takes energy to have to respond, to have to confirm people's just thoughts on whatever decision you're making. So I don't want you to get offended in a nasty way. Instead, what you can do is if it doesn't take too much from you, you can in some way just continue the conversation, hear them out and say, you know what, that's a good point. Thanks. Or you know what? Thanks for sharing. <laughs> and I know not in like a, you know, kind of like spiky, spiteful way. Like, yeah, whatever. Thanks for sharing. Right. Um, but I do enjoy conversations that I have with people. I like some people come to mind right now that I know I can't bring up anything. I can't bring up anything about whatever decision they're making because I know that they'll take it as judgment, but I'm not, I'm actually like just really interested and I just want to have a conversation. And there's other people that we can have sort of this fluid, you know, conversation. Um, I have a good friend, um, named Stephanie who she, she's such a great friend. She's the type of person that before she moved closer to me, we would see each other like every six months and we would talk for hours and we would hang out and we would laugh and we would update each other. And it would just be this constant, just like rhythm of just talking and talking back and forth. And I would share with her some things and she'd be like, you know, you should try this. And I'd be like, yeah. And she would share something with me. And I would say, yeah, you should try this. And I never like... I never felt judgment from her. I never felt like she was telling me anything I was doing was wrong. Instead, she was just like offering more, right? Like offering more as a friend. Um, And I love her so dearly because she's one of the very few people that I can actually do that with. I have to be honest. I can't sometimes even do that with, with my own husband, right? Because I'm so deeply connected to whatever it is that he's questioning. So number one, Do your best to not get offended and understand that the reason why you're offended is because you're so passionate about the decision that you've made. Two, people will question your motives because they don't understand what it is that you understand. (laughs) So I want you to understand that they can't understand. Okay, like they don't see it the way you do. And get this, sometimes we also do, I don't want to say poor, because sometimes with visions that we have, we can't like actually explain them because we're still in the middle of building them. So I don't want to say that we do a poor job of explaining it. I just want to say that because we're still in the middle of it, only certain people will understand what it is that you understand and why you made the decision that you made and your motives for it. So number two, the deeper that you can understand that they can't 
understand and see exactly how it is that it's going to work or they can't exactly see your vision for whatever it is that you're doing, you have to be okay with that because you can go into a place of control where you're wanting to control the way people see you, the way people feel about you, the way people respond to you. And I, I'm also guilty of that. I mean, there's been plenty of arguments that I've had with Terrence. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm specifically thinking about our cilantro argument that I still think about. But there's a, which I'll share with you, there's a lot of arguments that I can think about where he just, and I just didn't understand. I didn't understand where he was coming from. And I wanted him to support me my way. Like I wanted him to understand every detail of blogging, every detail of podcast recording, just like everything. And the sooner that I gave up that that expectation, the better off we were. And so I'm married to somebody who asks a lot of questions, believe it or not. And I have to constantly work on the fact that he's not coming for me. So one day, many years ago, I want to say this was like year four or three. So not many years ago, because we've only been married for nine. Um, I was making my quinoa lime cilantro salad. So it has cilantro, salt, pepper, lime, olive oil, and quinoa. And I had made it for him for a while at this point, probably like a year or two. And there came a day where he actually saw me make it. And I guess he walked into the kitchen and he was like, the salad has cilantro? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, how do you, like, why? Like, how do you get it? Like, do you chop it up in there? Do you like, I don't know, he was asking me so many questions. And I was like, it goes in there. Do you have a problem with that? <laughs> and I just went off. I went off because he didn't understand what I understood. I understood that this recipe had certain ingredients. I had a vision for how I made it every time. Oh, also red onions, diced red onions. Um, I had a vision for it every time. I knew how it was supposed to taste. I knew how long it took me to make it. I knew it was simple. I knew that he would like it. I knew all of these things. And so the minute that he questioned my recipe, my motive for making it and how I made it, I, I did number one. I got offended <laughs> and I snapped. I mean, I think we argued for like two hours, <laughs> seriously, about cilantro and about like, don't question the way I make stuff. I make this for you all the time. Why are you like, I, you know what? And I probably was upset about other crap. I probably wasn't even upset about the cilantro salad. I probably was upset about a lot of other, not a lot, but like other things, you know, because if I, if I had to really think about it, this was also year three or year four. And that was, I think the year that we started therapy. So I think that there was underlining things to him questioning it. Um, 
So understand that they can't understand the way you do. Whatever you're trying to build, the business you're trying to open, the family you're trying to start, the house you're trying to buy, whatever the career, the new career that you're doing, whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to know that like they don't see it the way you do, so then they question it. And you have to do your best to not get offended and understand that they can't understand at that moment. And then three, when people question your motives, my best piece of advice is to do it anyways. Seriously, do it anyways. No matter what they tell you, do it anyways. And keep, you see, like when you do things, right, over and over again, even if you fail, you're training your mind to take over your body. And I want to spend some time just explaining this because it's something new that I've been listening to and just really trying to understand more and more that perhaps I've allowed so much of my emotions to take over my mind when your mind is supposed to be the master. You understand? Like your mind is supposed to be guiding everything. So our body has a lot of thoughts every day. We wake up and immediately we try to solve our problems. That's what we want to do. We want to solve our problems. And that sort of sends us into a little bit of anxiety. So what the body wants to do is familiarize itself with things that will make it happy. So what does it do? It goes into familiar things like checking your email, checking your Instagram, checking um, your phone and maybe posting something, right? Like habits, habitual things. And then you wake up and you drink your coffee and you brush your teeth. You do things that are programmed, right? That are just like habits that you do. And so what happens is like in the middle of all that, you have a thought. And that thought 90% of the time is a thought from the past. And what ends up happening is that that thought creates an emotion. And that emotion creates an action. And that action creates your reality. You understand? So if you are constantly thinking about the past, your body is programmed to want to fiend for that emotion of the past, whether it's past hurt, which is why you ask yourself, like, why does she stay with him? He's such a loser. Like, and let's say he is, right? Let's say he's, I don't know, emotionally bankrupt or like he's the type of guy where like maybe he abuses her um, um, verbally, stuff like that. And you're asking yourself, like, why? Like, why do you go back to him? It's because the body fiends and is addicted to the past, to that feeling, to the known feeling and is afraid of the unknown and switching up the program. And so every time that you go and you make a decision to take a risk, your body is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was the master here. But your mind is the one that had the thought. Your mind had the, had this like um, foreign thought. Like, I want to start a business. I want to be with somebody healthy. I want to go to culinary school. Your mind had that thought. And so your body in that moment is going to take your mind 
away from that initial is going to attempt to take your mind away from that initial thought and rewire it back to habit, back to the past, back to the way you always make decisions. And so your job is to continuously remind the body who's in control, which is the mind, right? The mind is supposed to tell the body, no, I don't want to go to the past. I'm going to make this new decision. I'm going to feel something different. And I'm going to remind you that I drive the vehicle here, baby, not you, right? And obviously all of this is in God's hands because you know, I'm a fa- I am I believe you know, in Jesus and I love him so much. So like he obviously has our life planned out, but you can't continuously make decisions based on how your body is attempting to program it to the past. You have to stop in those moments and clear out all those thoughts. That's why your environment is so important. That's why you have to make sure that the people that you surround yourself with, the things that you watch, even the music that you listen to, everything that you feed your mind has to be sober in some capacity in order for you to make sober decisions. Which is why the minute that you start asking around for advice, you have to ask yourself, am I asking for additional advice on this decision or am I asking for validation on what I already want to do? There's a big difference in that. So when people question your motives, which we know that they will, you have to remember to do it anyways, whatever it is, because whatever it is that you want to do, your mind has, think about it this way, like your mind is trying so hard to rip through something new and foreign and it is trying to be caught by you and it's trying to, it's trying to stick. It's trying to stick so that you can make a new decision that will cause a new emotion that will cause an action for you to take that will finally be your reality. That is what I want for you. I want you to start making different decisions and doing things anyways because at the end of the day, people will always question your motives no matter what. And you have to keep going anyways. I want you to not be afraid of what is on the other side. People would much rather walk into known hells than be in unknown heavens. Think about that. You would much rather stay in a known hell because you see it than potentially step into an unknown heaven, a good, stable sustainable place for you. I'm not saying that the decision that you want to take is not going to be hard, but what if it's the best decision that you've ever made in your life? Even if everybody disagrees, even if everybody's going to talk behind your back, who cares? Let them be because they don't understand what you understand. You understand like (laughs) they can't see it the way you do. Do it anyways, mama. Do it anyways. My sister always says she would rather live a life 
of oh wells than what ifs. Whoever is listening right now, I want to let you know that you don't want to live a life of what ifs. Wondering, what if it could have worked out? Wondering, what if I would have taken that job? What if I would have stayed in that relationship? Or what if I left this relationship? Either way, there's a solution. You know that you will go to the moon and back to solve something. You have the power to do that. So if you have the power to do that, then stop sending your mind and your body down the worst case scenario and take the risk anyways. Because people will question your motives anyways. So do it regardless. Do it regardless. Seriously, do it regardless. I love you so much. Te quiero tanto. And I want the world for you. And I don't want anybody to stop you, especially yourself and your body and your mind. I don't want anybody to stop you. Te quiero tanto. Te veo la próxima semana. I'll see you next week. Well, I won't see you, but you know, you'll hear me next week. Feel free to DM me. Um, send me a smoke signal. Send me an email. And if you enjoyed this podcast, like it, share it, subscribe to it, leave a comment, um, and tell me that you're enjoying it. I really want to hear from you. All right. Te veo la próxima semana. Te quiero mucho, chica. Ciao.